We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Close the damn door, man. You're letting all the Wi-Fi out. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Here we go. <clears throat> Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Hold On, I'm Almost There, a show about life's little annoyances, personal growth, dad life, and so much more. With your hosts, myself, Uncle Frank, we have Tom Mungia, Shane unfortunately got his COVID, his second COVID shot um, yesterday, and he is not feeling too well, so he had to... Uh, you know, bow out for this one. We've got a great guest lined up. And with that, I'm going to turn it over to Tom for our for today's sponsor. Well, as you guys out there know, back in November, we had an episode sponsored by Bro Glow Tanning and Hair <laughs> Removal Lotion. The bottles were selling off the shelves. They couldn't keep them in stock. <laughs> now they've got a new product who's our sponsor of the day, and that's the Flex Photo Phone Filter. So you got your tan on. You got all that nasty body fro hair off with the lotion, but maybe you're not quite in the physical shape you want to be in. You still don't feel quite comfortable posting your selfies on social media, especially those dating sites where you're singles out there. Well, this filter, this filter app takes care of that for you. Stop trying to hold your gut in, finding the right angle, the right lighting. Just snap your selfie, load the pic into this app that you can download from your app store, and voila, you've got the perfect pic for you to post. You'll go from flabby to flexed, pumped and veiny. You'll be amazed with the results. You've got to try this out. If you don't believe me, just go to our Twitter page at, at HoldOnIAT or even mine at I am Paula Nikes, P-O-L-Y-N-I-K-E-S, and see my results I got with the filter. In fact, I've been using this test app for quite a while to get the pics I post. <laughs> it works great for me. It's going to work great for you. So download it today. That's the Flex Photo Phone Filter app. All right, and now for today's word of the day from our special guest, Tank Rodriguez. The word of the day is Kaizen, constant, never-ending improvement. So today's guest is Tank Rodriguez. You may know him from The Tank Rodriguez Show and various others. He has around four or five different shows that he is the host of. He is a super old friend of mine. We go way back from my beginning days in IT when we worked at a help desk together. Please welcome Tank Rodriguez to the show. And welcome to the show, brother. Thanks. And really quick, I just want to let you all know, uh, Bro Glow has changed my life. And I am forever grateful for that ad, and I'm so glad I bought it. Uh, so when it does restock, I am so uh, I urge everyone listening to go out and buy it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and also, thanks, thanks for having me on. <laughs> yeah, man, thanks for uh, thanks for spending some time with us. I know you're on a tight schedule because uh, you said you're going to be recording one of your episodes tonight. Is that right? Yeah, uh, for my wrestling podcast, uh, Stable of Studs. Oh. Uh, yeah, we uh, we start at nine. Uh, so yeah, so I'm I'm glad to be here. I'm sorry that it, it's it's such a crunch time, and I, I I hope that if it goes well enough, that I can come back and uh, do a longer show with y'all. 
that yeah, stable of studs and- is that modern uh is that today's wrestling or like old school wrestling or, or well both? It, it's both i mean we talk about like the state of wrestling now and then of course we talk about previous rest uh you know back in the day wrestling right. uh the golden age old age you know uh we, we cover all aspects of wrestling and awesome I love it. man cool and i do it well go ahead in the 80s i was that was my goal i was going to be a wrestler yeah i man. was going to be in the road warriors Oh yeah, man! I wanted to do uh, four things in life. I wanted to work with computers. I wanted to be in a band. Uh, I wanted to be a Power Ranger, and I wanted to be a professional wrestler. And I've accomplished three out of those four things uh, in my lifetime. So, uh, working on the Power Ranger. Not sure how that's going to go, but you know, uh, three out of four is not bad. Oh, that's a that's a winning combination, man. That's great. <laughs> I and mean, also, what if, what if you well, showed but, up? What if you showed up and you were like, hey, I'm here to be a Power Ranger. And they're like, you got to cut your hair. Because if you could see this dude, he's got like hair down to like the middle of his chest. And <laughs> and this rowdy, mu- this uh, handlebar mustache. <laughs> and he's like, hey, the- hey, I'm ready to be the Brown Ranger. Okay. <laughs> you got to cut your hair. Sir. Instead of Tommy, it would be Tomas, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, I've got a neighbor. He rides, uh, you know, those, those speed bikes, the crotch rockets. So he, and he's got the whole getup. He had a blue uh, getup. And my son, when he was little, he looked out his window. And when he looks out his window, he looks directly across the street at the neighbor. And the neighbor was coming out of his uh, garage. And he was getting on his bike with his whole getup on. And my he's, my son came running. He said, Dad, Dad. I said, yeah. He goes, there's a power angel across the street. <laughs> he was so excited, man. I was like, man. I was like, what? I looked and I just started laughing, man. That was, that was really cool. That's awesome. That you know, is cool. uh, w- w- one one last thing too. I- I'm a little disappointed that Shane's not here. Uh, being an avid listener of the fan from the very beginning, uh, there was one episode where he talks about wiping his butt uh, from uh, front to back, and I wanted to, <laughs> wanted to ask him how that ex- <laughs> works exactly. <laughs> That's Tom like some extreme. Face. That's like some stream, stream yoga going on there. I mean, wow. I just, I just want to know, like, how do you do that, bro? Oh my goodness. So we, well, if he does I, listen well, to this episode, like, I know I don't want to see it. I just want him to explain it to us because I've been wondering. I've been, I mean, just you know, <laughs> that's just always boggled my mind when I first heard that. Uh, so Shane, if you do listen to your own episode, this episode, please, your fans are dying to know how that works. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Was that the bidet episode? Yes, it was. It was oh like my episode goodness. one or two. Yikes! Oh, that was such a terrible. Oh man! <laughs> Look how far y'all come. <laughs> yeah, man, we've, we've been going at it strong. It's been good times, especially when we added Tom onto this thing. It yeah, got man. so much more animated because you know I, I love Shane to death. Sometimes his his stoicism and his, you know, deep thoughts while he chills in the kiddie pool are just a bit much, man. And it's it begins to drown me a little bit. But at the same time, I like to think deep thoughts, too. And, you know, that's that's where we're at. I, I love that guy to death. I've known him for a couple of years. He's he's funny. Very, yeah. very, very uh, big Lebowski esque. Uh, yeah. Listen. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Like that's your opinion, man. Yeah, exactly. And like, and you're not gonna change his whatever you say. 
no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> like in, in order to change his mind, it has to come from God himself. Like, hey, hey man, this, this is own. your opinion now. Yeah. And then he'd probably he might even question that. Are you sure? <laughs> for real? But anyway, yeah, man, thanks for coming on to the show. Um, I wanted to talk to you about how you got started in podcasting. I know, man, you got like a hundred plus shows under your belt, and then you have like three or four or five different shows that you mm-hmm. that you do. Where do yeah. you find the time? How do you do the editing? What keeps man. you motivated? Yeah, dude, absolutely. Uh, so I actually started, I mean, I have way more than 100 episodes uh, for the Tank Rodriguez show. I started off back in 2015, and it was me and my best friend, uh, you know, one of my best friends, Todd. And um, we, I, I had the idea, again, loving pro wrestling. I was like, I'm just going to interview pro wrestlers that are around my area and see where that goes, because there wasn't a lot of that. There was maybe two people, you know, that were doing that at that time. And that was Stone Cold Steve Austin, and then that was another guy named Colt Cabana. And I was like, well, there's like a market for that. So I'm going to go and do that. I love pro wrestling. I'm going to tackle the independent scene and see how that goes. So I started that, and then my friend Todd wanted to come in on it. And that got really political. Like It it was like half pro wrestling, half politics. And it was just a really weird – like, yeah, it was really weird. Uh, And then we started doing movies too. So uh, that started in 2015. He ended up moving, so we kind of put that to rest. But then back in like 2018 – um, I still wanted to do it. I still had that. I still had that drive to feel like that ego. That ego in me was like, I still got something to say. Damn it! Like, I know I'm gonna do it. And uh, so I started up again. It was just me by myself, and I was gonna have guests. Uh, have guests come on. The thing, what I was running to a lot was my. A lot of the guests I was having were flaking out. Like we would record a show. I'm like, oh, I didn't feel comfortable saying that. Like, and the the. I guess the. The the weird compliment that I got, like the slide uh, compliment, I was like, you're just really easy to talk to that I got too comfortable and I wasn't able to really uh, to hold back, you know, what I what I shouldn't say on air. I'm like, oh, well, you know, that's how it goes. But so then I started doing shows by myself, which I've never done ever. Like I've never like done a solo show by myself. And I know other podcasters do that. So I, th- I thought. I, I thought I'd just give it a go because I wasn't ha- I mean I was I wasn't having luck with people either showing up or I've had maybe like five people say like hey I don't want that aired anymore and I was just like I, I can't deal with that I got to have something in there so then uh, I decided to uh, d- do the solo shows which really r- taught me something really great like the fact that I can actually talk to myself uh, for at least 30 minutes <laughs> or more and when, <laughs> which is a really weird exercise to try out. Uh, you know, uh, you know, baptism by by fire, really, because I, I it was this one take, and it, what, however it sounded, I just put it out there just for the sake of having content. I think that's an, a, an important thing to really know. Like, if you're starting a podcast, just do it. You know, just do it, and and then learn from it and build from there. Because I mean, if you the more times you can do that too, and you know, listening to Tom, uh, and you know how like your 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 ethics of working out every every day, you know, it's like. The more times you do it, the more reps you get in, the better and easier it gets, and the the more results you see from it. And that's the same thing in life or a lot of other exactly. things. Yeah. So, so I started doing I started doing the solo shows, and then more people were like, "Hey, like I love your solo shows. Can I come on?" And like they were like itching to come on at that point. I was like, "Yeah, dude, come on!" And they were actually showing up. And then the wrestlers too. They were like, "Hey, I really like what you say." Uh, but you know, and so that's how I got started with that. Um. When it comes to ethics, as far as like like discipline of, of uploading, it's a hassle, man. It sucks. 
Like I I I I un, I appreciate the the art of editing, um, but that is not something that I love. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, tell it, me it, about it. It, it is it, rough. Yeah, it it really is rough. So you know, I I, I upgraded my my uh, uh, my electronics here. You know, uh, that way it was a little bit easier for me. Um, I decided to be a show where where the the types of shows that I have are just one takes. That way, I don't really have to worry about, you know, uh, cutting in between or adding anything extra in there, and it makes it a lot easier. Um, just rule of thumb for me is I try my best. As soon as I'm done, if I have nothing else going on, I'll go ahead and just upload it right away. Um, that way, it's just there, you know, and I don't have to worry about it anymore. Because in the grand scheme of things, 30 minutes out of your day, you know. Um, and it's, you know, you're done with it. You don't have to worry about it anymore. And it's not lingering in the back of your head. You're like, oh, shit, like I got to I got to like got to edit this one. And then before you know it, you, I recorded three other podcasts and those are stacked up. I'm like, oh, dude, like it, it just it becomes overwhelming. So I don't like that feeling whatsoever. So I just try to go one and done. As soon as we're done, I upload it. But but yeah. <laughs> and I kid you not, all the advice that he is giving everyone listening right now is the same exact advice that he gave to me. Because, I, man, I I, I I, call, I reached out to him. I was like, hey, man, I'm thinking about doing this podcasting. He's like, what? That's awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, I was, I was looking for some tips. I was looking for gear. What should I do? How should I do this? He's like, dude, just, just get started. It's like, even if it sounds like you know terrible as long as you're consistent someone's gonna listen and Mm -hmm. you know consistency has been key for this we tom shane and i we really pull teeth to make sure we have content on fridays you know and now we're toying with the different times that we're throwing episodes out to see what people out there like and you know hopefully everyone gets a taste of it and they enjoy what we put out there but yeah yeah i mean it it, it came down to the point to where i was doing a movie show um and on still on the tink rodriguez show before it branched off to the actual movie misfits uh which is now my movie show podcast um we there was times when we would record once a week but then like we're like hey next week we can't do it so let's do double. Like we'll we'll record both episodes. So th- there we're at the studio for three hours recording, and it's like it it, it wears on you, man. Like I mean, you, you really realize like because it's it's almost like a a performance. It really is a, a light performance of, of what you're doing. It's like a st- like um like a couple of percentages higher than your normal person. You know, like as you act without the, the microphone in front of you. But uh, but yeah, you just got to do it. You just got to be consistent. And uh, it, it's worth it in the end because you put out – I mean as a creator, you, you regardless of who listens and who doesn't listen, you put something out there. You know, you you create – you drew something like an artist, you know, and, it, and it's up there on your wall and no one can say – I mean regardless of what anyone says, you still did that. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the stuff that Tom's been writing, man, hell, even I'm getting motivated. Like, <laughs> Get your ass out of bed when that alarm goes off. Like, come on, you know. And it, it, it's they're not overreaching words. It's it's just what comes out of what what is being poured from Tom's brain. Mm-hmm. It, and you know, hopefully the the words mix well with the music that I try to make. Because man, I listen to the I listen to 
Tom's words probably about five to 15 times to try to see if I can hear and, you know, extract a sound that I would think would be not only motivational, but also very uh, kind of draw a little bit of emotion out of it, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And and I, I know you feed off stuff like that because even before you started talking your, about your podcast, well, first of all, let me, let me just set the record. Like, like you were my mentor, you know what I mean? Frank Frank was always been my mentor growing up. I mean, even to this day, before we were actually more in more constant communication, I would always refer to him like, hey, you know, like I remember this one time, my friend, my one of my, you're my brother, man. No matter what, you know, like we're brothers. Like, like my, you know, he's like my brother. My brother Frank would tell me this because I'm I'm still in the IT field, <clears throat> and it's just like I, I learned from it, you know, like. And, and the fact that he, he came to me for advice, I was like, oh, man, that's that, that's an honor, you know, like to be able to spread something like that. And then, um, you know, I, but going back to it, I know you feed all stuff like that, like David Goggins, uh, oh, uh, oh, Jocko yeah. and, and Jocko, Jocko, you know, just man. like that 4 a.m. Like, let's get it. It's like, yes. oh, dude, like I like I'm, 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 I'm almost there again. You know what I mean? Like I'm almost to that yeah. point and I, I can't wait to be there. And, and it just that's we only got one at one at bat, man. Like, <clears throat> sorry. I mean, like, we're all going to die. Like, and I don't want to like waste my life not doing the things that I wanted to do. And that's why I'm glad you're doing this. Like, because, I mean, I listen to the episodes and y'all are just fucking fantastic. Like, it's just, it sounds like a professional podcast. I mean, because it is. Because y'all treat it like that. You know what I mean? Like, it, it is. Regardless of, you know, regardless of the status of where we're at right now, we keep at it. It's going to get there. You know, it's just, it's just a matter of time. Yeah, well, it's a lot For of it. Sure. You Thank take you. pride in what you do. You know, you, mm-hmm. you don't want to just halfway. Do, you you take pride because you know this represents you and part of you. Absolutely. And, yeah. That's a, yeah. For sure. Yeah, man. Golly. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening, man. I was yeah, like, oh, appreciate okay. that. That's awesome. Yeah, man. So that's that's one of them, Frank. We know who one is. Yes. We, <laughs> we've discovered the one. We gotta one. find the other well, two. Well, let, me, <laughs> let me ask all this. Let me, let me ask all this. Uh, when y'all look, I mean, uh, maybe you, Frank. When y'all look at your stats and you see like who's listening around the world, do you ever get those one weird countries like like Indonesia or like like you're like who was listening in Afghanistan? Like yeah. why? Like, like <laughs> <laughs> what time are they downloading this show? Yeah, exactly. Like, and it's like a consistent thing. Like I've never had like Czech Republic and Russia, and yeah. I'm just like and it's like consistently listening to this. I'm like. Who was that? I want to be your friend. <laughs> like I was, I was super floored when I saw that someone in Australia was listening. I was like, "Yo, I wonder if there's like an expat that's like from Houston, or you know, how, how they heard about the show. Who knows? Well, that might be my buddy back. Sharon out there." Oh, that would be that. See, that's amazing. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it, Australia, right? That's that's wild. It is wild, man. Um, and I know we're running short on time, and I apologize about that. But I really do want to come back on. Um, Tom, do you know the the those two nerds over there story? No, I don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no one knows man. that side of me here. Tell it right oh, quick before you leave, because it is yeah, a really great. Quick, I gotta share the story. So me and Frank were at Chick Fil A in San Antonio. Oh. Oh, and we're sitting at a window on my on our lunch break, and uh, you know we're just we're shooting this shit, having like we're just like kind of making jokes, 
And uh, he looks over out the window, and these two, like this, this boy and this guy and this girl, get out of out of their car. I remember too, it was a jeep, yeah. and uh, they 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 get out of their jeep, and he goes, "Man, look at those two nerds over there." And I, and I look outside the window and I smirk, and I go, "Those two nerds," and he goes, "Yeah, man, look at those nerds." And seriously, like the guy had like Buddy Holly Holly glasses on, you know, like. Uh, high water pants, plaid shirt. I mean, he looked like Paul from the Wonder Years. Like it straight. was like they were doing it ironically, and and, and they weren't. Like that's their daily. And that was their daily. Uh, 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 and I'll, I'll tell you why. Uh, so I said, yeah, man. Like yeah, those those two nerds over there. So I get, I go, I'll be right back. Those two nerds walk in. I put my hands around both of them, and I go, hey, man, how y'all doing? <laughs> What? <laughs> out of, out of the, the weirdest, like weirdest <laughs> coincidence, I happen to know them, and uh, I, <laughs> yeah, I shrunk in my chair I so bad. The table, and I was like, "Hey, Frank, this is Adriana," and uh, I forgot the uh, I forgot the guy's name. I wasn't friends with that. I just this is Ray or something. Uh, I was actually involved in with that girl previously and so like i just i put my <laughs> frank's face he saw a million oh, ghosts oh, yeah. <laughs> That's too funny. i thought you were messing with me too like i thought you were just like trying to goat me like this guy got me good he's got the balls to go up to some strangers and do that but no he's like yeah I've known them since like middle school, man. They're like my best friends, bro, bro, bro. I was like, oh my god, like just, just go. Let them order their Let them order. Funniest thing ever. Like I, I mean, like the fact that we still remember and talk about it is one of those things that stands out forever. And that was like fifteen years ago or more, maybe two thousand seven, two thousand eight, man. Yeah, crazy, man. Well, thank you so much for being on the show tonight. Yeah, I know yeah. it was a real quick sit and My sit pleasure. chat, but yeah, we'll definitely have you on again, man. If you're interested in coming back, we have absolutely a- like I, I feel like this show is is doing great things. Awesome. Uh, Tom, Tom, your stories uh, like that. The, the one that sticks out to me is the uh, like 300 story. Uh, uh-huh. the, the way you told it was incredible. Like I loved it. And I was just like, man, that's good. And that, that's that's as uh, wrestling says that's good shit. Hey, well, listen, uh, <laughs> when we have you on next time, I have two wrestling stories. I almost fought Stone Cold at a hospital. Whoa, yeah. And I saw Arn Anderson at a gym, and he gave me the the four horsemen sign. The four horse. That's awesome. Yeah, I do want to. I'll have to tell stories. you those stories. Man, you should go. You should, Tom. You should jump on his show one time, man. Hey, I'm anytime he wants me, I'll come on. Yeah, that'd be a pretty. uh, I love wrestling, man. Yeah, man. I we (laughs) we talk about it all day. So anytime. Uh, but yeah, I unfortunately I do have to run, man. So. Well, thank Uh, you so much for coming on, brother. I appreciate it. My absolute pleasure, guys. I'll see you all the next one. Uh, I'll take care. Thanks a lot, man. We'll talk to you later. All right. Wow, man. That was fantastic. He's such a great friend, man. I I met him, uh, like I said, when I worked down at that uh, that help desk in San Antonio. I lived in San Antonio for a while. He was, I think, he was like 19 when I met oh, him. Yeah, yeah. And you know, he was this young cat, and he was always asking questions. How do you do this? How do you do that? And I was like, look, I'm gonna tell you about this super secret website. You can't say anything to anybody. I'm I'm gonna tell you. Anytime you want to find something out, just go to this website right here. And I said, get a pen, 
That way you can write it down and you'll never forget it. I said www.google.com. <laughs> Anything you want on the internet, you can find it there. And the look that he gave me, man, he, he was just like, what? And, you know, granted, I... I wasn't I wasn't who I am now. I was right. I, I was very tough love because that's right. how I was raised. And, you know, I was, hey, man, make sure that you've you've expelled every single resource before you come ask me the question. Not that I don't want to answer your question, but I want you to create a path and I want you to create a certain way of how you troubleshoot. Because if you always have your hand out waiting for someone to help you, that's what you're going to, that's your troubleshooting. Yes. yes. And I was like, you, you can't do that. And man, he, he came out so well in that he became a leader there. I was, I was the team lead for our cubicle section and, you know, just consistent, um, education with him and going over like i i would always stay late after work i didn't have kids or anything like that stay late after work study for certifications i'd be like hey man let's study for this certification me and you that way we can knock this thing out you know bump our bump our pay grade up a little bit get some knowledge yeah yeah you know he would he would show up every now and then but the guy just he was able to absorb the information i don't know if it's because his brain was so fresh but he just absorbed everything every nugget and tidbit of troubleshooting and just anything that I had to give to him. He was like, I tried it and that was awesome. So yeah, to, to be able, like he said, you know, to be able to turn around and have him give me advice on what I'm trying to do, because I see him as a, as a leader in, you know, doing podcasts because he has hundreds of of podcasts under his belt you know he's been doing it for a while and so i'm like man you know tips and tricks and it 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 truly was a blessing for me too that i i still kept in touch with him um and reached out to him talking shop he still he would still reach out to me from time to time hey man i'm having this issue and i've done this and i've done that and i still can't figure it out and i'd be like yep here check this out try this you know go in here check out this and and sure enough man like an hour later he'd be like no way that's exactly what it was stuff like that so yeah it was it was an incredible feeling to have someone that i know doing great things and also just keeping up with pushing himself he's he right. he's you know that that was the one thing that i like to push with him so just continue to push yourself right. you know make sure you you find a direction and and just keep going at it and right. here years later you know he's throwing it in my face like exactly. hey man you know just get started like you used to right. tell him, man just just do it just get out there and experience it so yeah, it was it was good stuff. Oh, that yeah, those are always the the best kind of stories and and that kind of relationship. Those are special. That's awesome, man. Oh yeah, yeah. I I love that guy like a brother for real. And yeah, uh, you know, I I wasn't there for some of the stuff that he went through, and I wish I was. But like I said, we kept in touch. We still talk. We still you know uh, talk about just 
out, super out of the brain things right. from time to time. Those are those are great conversations over the phone, text, yeah, uh, Skype, all that. I've been on his show two or three times. Um, thankfully, you know, he had some time and availability to jump yeah. on for a little bit. It was a, it was a whole lot of fun. That's awesome, man. Yep, yep. Um, what do you what do you have going on today? Oh, today just running around. Uh, well, we're recording this. It's what? What's today? I don't even know. It's Tuesday, know, right? It's Tuesday. Uh, yeah. I actually mailed out the shirts today oh, from people nice. that have ordered them that already yeah, paid and, and sent me the copy of the receipts. I mailed them out. So that's the first time I've actually mailed out shirts. It was a, oh, a learning nice. experience, you know? So, you know, waiting in line, I, that's one thing I learned. I need to be prepared to wait in line. Holy moly. <laughs> But yeah, no, we got those sent out. Um, Carlos is doing awesome on, with his uh, goal, and you know that's just Have it. Have you just, seen yeah. the website? Oh, what is when it now? I checked it when I checked it uh, yesterday. We we're at four hundred and sixteen dollars. That's awesome, man. So he's met his goal. Hopefully, we can crush that goal and just keep going. Let me see if I can find the other. Well, what did I tell you? What's our new goal? A thousand dollars. We hit four hundred. That Absolutely. that tells me we're capable of much more than we thought we we could do. So let's just keep doing it. I mean, that's all there is to it. Oh yeah, absolutely. So it's my the page is loading. So we're at four sixteen. Yeah, and he even raised the goal on there too, man. Yeah, that's, we Fantastic. talked about it. I told man, raise it. Let's do it. Fantastic. That is phenomenal. How many days are left? Like yes. eighty-eight days. <laughs> oh man, yeah, we can hit that thousand. Oh, and, yeah. and that should tell people out there, you know, he had a lot of friends that, that came to it uh, and gave him money and. He's got that goal met right away. So that should tell people that people believe in what he's doing. And other people know him and know that he's serious about what he's doing. So if you're thinking about doing it, this is proof that, hey, man, this is a good guy. He's got a good thing going on. And and join the club. Join the team. I've been sending a thank you note with the shirts saying thanks for joining the team. Because that's what they're doing. When you buy a shirt, you're joining our team. And I don't know if you remember in that story that I told about Paula Nikes, you know, the one he thought he was yep. better than everybody. The yep. only way he could show appreciation to those other people that that didn't quite live up to his standards, in the end, he traded his his cloak, his shield, his his sword to so that everybody was uniform. No matter who they are. And that's what we're doing. We're we're all gonna wear the same shirt because we're all on the same team. That's badass, man. Did you did you write the letter in cursive? I it's kind of a cursive, <laughs> kind of a print. I, you know, I, my writing is nowhere near as good as yours, but you know, no I try way. my best. I try so. If if you can read what I wrote, I call there that, you I go. look at that as a win. That's what matters. Man, my phone just fell. Bah. So yeah, the we raised the goal to a thousand. Let's get some more shirts out there. We ordered stickers. I'm sorry they, they're coming in a little late. They're going to be here February 9th. Um, oh, and, but, and that reminds me. The, the I didn't send any. Obviously, I didn't get to send stickers out with the shirts. But I will mail you the stickers when we get them. So if you didn't get a sticker with your shirt, I promise you I'm not going to forget. I'm going to mail you. I'll make sure you're going to get that sticker. We, we told you we're going to do it. And we're going to do it. <clears throat> Yes, absolutely. It'll be just a little off, but it's going to be there. And you can put that sticker wherever you want. Exactly. Yes. 
man, I'm so psyched about this. Man, this is really, really cool to know. We did we did the $400 in a weekend. Like yeah. We released our episode Friday. Granted, you said, you know, Carlos's friends are giving him money as well. So, you know, who knows if it's if it's everyone. How many shirts went out? How many did you send out? Uh, today was about four or five. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. So, man, we're doing it. We're doing yeah, it. I was yes. standing there at the counter scribbling their names on you know, the <laughs> envelopes that I had to get. I was like, writing, 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 but uh, making sure I got the right shirt and the right envelope. Uh, that's another thing. I need, I need to pre-plan better. So, <laughs> Okay, okay. Okay, right on. Yeah, it's it's one thing when you we were talking about doing it. The the five P's always come into mind whenever I'm getting prepared for something. So proper preparation prevents poor performance. And that's the clean version of it. Right. But essentially, that is what they tell you in the military. I, I wasn't in the military, but I know a lot of people that were. And that phrase is just it's it's stamped in my brain i try my hardest to to be prepared most of the time i'm not but i try i give it a go exactly how can i be more prepared yeah wow man that's so cool um let's see did you want so this this is your birthday month i saw you announce that on next week yes next Next week week is your birthday month what are you are you doing anything cool you said it's are you how old are you gonna be? I'm I turn forty nine next next I'm the on the eleventh. I don't know what day that is, but on the eleventh I turn forty nine years old. Forty nine. So yeah. you have any big plans going on for that? No, actually I'm supposed to be at work that day, so that's that's my plan. <laughs> right on, right on. Hey, yeah, man, you gotta go out there and help them people out. There you go. Gotta get out there and get that stuff done. Did you have any questions from Twitter? Anybody? What? Anybody yes, looking? we did. We did get some questions from Twitter. And uh, as a matter of fact, I even just got some uh, text, some questions uh, texted oh, nice. to me. Let me go ahead and open this. This first one says, uh, can Frank let you talk more on the show? That scratch. That's, my, that's from my mother. That, yeah, forget that question. Swagger, calm down. Yes. <laughs> when when are you going to pay me back my ten dollars? Oh no, forget that question. Forget that. But no, uh, <laughs> seriously, we did, and just like you met me on Twitter, uh, I answered uh, a question somebody sent out about name four facts about yourself that oh. nobody else would know, or it was some. One of those kind of questions, you know, and I answered them. And one of the the answers I gave was that while vacationing in San Francisco, I was chased by the Zodiac Killer. Wow. I had no idea that it was going to get a response. And people were like wanting to hear this story and what it was. But the story's long. I'm like, I'm not going to go be on Twitter and, you know, typing, you know, re, you know <laughs> response after response. So I was like, you know, ask us to say, talk about it on the show. And we will. And they asked for it. So if you you want to hear the story, I'm more than willing to tell it. Here we go. Settle in. Grab some popcorn. <laughs> it's time for this story. <laughs> well, back in 2017, we planned our family vacation and we decided we're going to go to L.A. and San Francisco. And when I say we, that's me and my wife and our kids, which is six people. 
my sister, her husband, and her daughter, which is another three people, and my mother, and also a nephew of ours. So it's 10 people going on this trip together. And what we all do is we rent a big van, we load it up, and we take off. We, oh, it's wow. a cross country. Yeah, we, we drive, me and my brother-in-law, we share the driving back and forth, back and forth. And that's how we go on these big vacations. Well, prior to these vacations, what I like to do, I like to read a book, trying to get, you know, the feel of where I'm going, know a little bit about the history. I did that, you know, we go to Mount Rushmore, Pikes Peak, wherever we're going to go. I try to do something to get more involved, get excited about where I'm going, you know. And it just so happened I was at the gym one day and I'm listening to a podcast and it, it's one of those podcasts that they talk about strange things. And they had an author on. He had written a book in which he detailed his search for his real parents. He was adopted. In the process of finding out who his real parents were, he comes to the belief that his father, his real father, was the Zodiac Killer. You're not talking about Ted Cruz, are you? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Kidding. Okay. But he, he offers all types of advice. Uh, evidence trying to prove that his father was indeed the zodiac killer and it's it's fascinating his whole story is fascinating the the evidence he gives is fascinating when you're done with the book you're like man that guy's dad was the zodiac killer so this is what i read i'm reading it and i finished it on the way while i'm not driving i'm finishing the book on the drive up there so as we're pulling into san francisco uh, have you ever been to San Francisco? No, man, I've never been. So there. they'll tell you it's foggy. You know, that's what I heard. It's foggy when you go to San Francisco. That did not prepare me for the fog that I saw. It's like the clouds had descended from the sky My and goodness. were rolling over the city. I mean, it just it's uh, to say it's a, it's like a cloud bank just moving over. So it's foggy and it's cold. This is June or July we went. It was cold. I, you have to wear a sweater at night or you're oh, going to wow. freeze. So one of the other big things that I like to do when I go on vacation is wherever we're going to go, I like to go work out. I like to find a gym and, you know, like at Mount Rushmore, if I was going to do cardio, so I wanted to run and have, you know, the president's looking down at me I'll get a nice selfie that, hey, I'm running here by, by Mount Rushmore. Mm -hmm. I like to go early, find a gym because I like to, I guess, kind of like feel like I'm uh, communing, you know, with the people there. And it just mm -hmm. it lets you know there's other people in other parts of the world doing what you do. You're not just sure. this lonely soul out there. So my first morning there, I decided, hey, look, I'm going to go run on the Golden Gate Bridge. I mean, this is one of the things I'm from the whole vacation, you know, not Universal Studios, not seeing the Hollywood side. My big deal is I want to go run, do cardio on the Golden Gate Bridge. So I get up and I get up probably four, four o'clock in the morning. Because when I go do these things, I don't like to take time from my family. You know, that's their vacation. I don't want them waiting around on me to go do what I want to do. So I go early. I get up. Of course, it's still dark outside. It's cold. Like I said, you have to wear a sweater. So I wore my big hoodie. You know, it's dark. It's my fire department hoodie. I pull over there and I'm going in the van. I pull up and on the south side of the bridge, there's like a, a little uh, visitor center. So I pull in go down, go down to the parking lot. There's there's nobody I can see there. It's like deserted, but it's super duper foggy. It's really foggy. So I'm kind of scared if, you know, if I park right here by the entrance, you know, somebody's going to pull in. It's so foggy. They're not going to see the van and they're going to smash into it. So that's like our biggest fears. We're always, we're always scared we're going to wreck the van. So I go and I say, man, I better go pull over here in the back corner. So I go and pull and it's kind of like a wooded area, but I pull back there because I know nobody's going to hit this van. I parked. 
I get out. It's cold. You know, I'm I'm feeling good. I'm kind of excited. You know, I close the van. I start walking towards the bridge. And the, the parking lot's good little size. But like I said, it's so foggy. I start getting kind of nervous, right? It's kind of eerie. You know, I'm thinking about the, the you know, the Zodiac killer. You know, I just read about, you know, it's probably, he probably killed people in <laughs> conditions like this. So I'm kind of walking, you know, I'm trying, I'm still trying to look cool or whatever, you know, and I'm walking and I can hear my footsteps on the, on the, on the ground. And it's kind of like a gravelly ground. And it was, you know, as I'm walking, I suddenly become keenly aware. I can hear another set of footsteps. Oh. Yeah, man. So I'm like, what is that sound? I'm, of course, I convinced myself it's just me thinking mm. that. But I mm. stopped walking and I could still hear the footsteps. Oh. But it's so foggy. I can't see anybody. And I can't hey. tell where the sound is coming from. So I'm kind of, oh, you know, I'm trying to be, you know, calm. You know, I'm a fireman. You know, I've been in, you know, scary situations. <laughs> that scares me, right? So I start walking again. And I still hear those footsteps. So I'm getting a little bit more nervous. And it's that feeling, you know, when you were a kid and, and you were in the dark and you just you feel like mm-hmm. something's about to touch you, you know. Oh, so I'm like, man, uh, so I start walking a little bit faster. The footsteps start moving faster. Oh. And so I'm like, I'm really starting to trip out. So I'm like, man, you know, <laughs> you know, like I still have a good ways to go. So I start kind of jogging a little bit. The footsteps picked up the pace. Oh, and as I'm jogging, I'm starting to like really get nervous. My my heart rate's starting to really speed up. I'm starting to feel that all that anxiety. Those footsteps start like running, like really running. Like, oh man, screw this, man. I'll take off running. I'm running. I got to get to the main street, you know, where there's cars. And that way, if somebody stabs me, somebody can save me. You know, so, you know, see me, help me. Do something. I'll start running, man. I'm I'm running full blast, and I can hear the footsteps. <laughs> I'm gaining. All of a sudden, I realize the footsteps are ahead of me, and I looked up and I can see it's like it's a woman, and she. What? I can see, yeah, it's a woman, and, she, and I can see her ponytail bobbing, you know, up and down as she's running, as she looks back, and she's like looking back, and I can just see this terror in her face, and I'm like, oh my god, there's somebody behind me. This woman sees the killer behind me, so I'm oh running and running, running. man. Goodness. I'm just take off, man. I'm catching up to this woman. <laughs> As she's running and running and running, she turns around again as she's getting near the main street. We locked eyes on each other. And I'm, you know, I've got this look of terror on my face. And she looks at me dead in the eyes and I realize she's running from me. <laughs> yes. And I started thinking, like, she sees me pull up in this big white van. I get out in this dark hoodie. I start running, you know, and she's there by, she thought by herself. And I'm running. She's running. She hits the main <laughs> The main road, and and when you get there, you either turn right towards the Golden Gate Bridge, or you can turn left, like going towards the main city. And she got up there, and I don't know what to do. I don't know whether to stop running, but I'm still scared. I'm not going to stop. Maybe there is something behind me. She hits the main road. She takes a left away from the Golden Gate Bridge. I get up to the top where she had just been. I take a right, but I'm worried. I'm like, I feel bad, you know, that I scared this woman so bad, and. The only thing I could think to do is I just yelled out, I'm scared too. <laughs> I'm running. And I started running towards the bridge. Oh, but my I'm like, worried. like, this woman's going to flag down a cop. She's going to say, hey, this guy was chasing me through the parking lot. So I just kept running. I ran all the way across the Golden Gate Bridge. And I, it's probably about a half a mile in length. So I ran down there. I ran back. I, I didn't want to stop. 
you know, and I was thinking the whole time, this is like a big tourist attraction, right? There's going to be a lot of people on the Golden Gate Bridge running in the morning, right? Because I was worried I wasn't even going to be able to run. I was going to be so crowded. I'm the only guy. I'm the only person out there. Oh, man. The only other person was this guy like on this cart that was like a security guy. So I'm just running. I'm just hauling like like and I'm afraid I'm going to turn around because she doesn't flag down a cop. You know, to come get me because I chased her across the parking lot and I just stayed out there and I just keep running back and forth. Man, I might have ran about 20 miles that day just because oh, I was goodness. too scared to go back. And finally, you know, the oh, sun comes out, you know, and the, the fog starts to dissipate. But still, I'm like, man, I bet she called the police. And they're waiting there by the van. So I would go. Uh, and I would stand there at the end of the bridge and try to like nonchalantly like look towards the van without being too obvious, you know, because I don't want the cops there to see. Oh, there he is. So I just like waited and waited. And finally, I'm like, I've got to get back home. You know, I got to get back to the house We because we rent a house. I'm uh-huh. like, man, like I got to get back to the house. Everybody's probably waiting on me. I'm like, so finally, I just like. You know, do 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 do. I started walking back, you know, trying to be all inconspicuous. And I walked towards the van. I just know these cops are going to jump out. You know, they're waiting in the woods to get me. Nobody got me. I got in the van. I start driving back, but still, I'm paranoid. I'm paranoid the cops are going to come get me. And how am I going to explain this to my mother, right? Like, <laughs> what my mother going to do when she sees me arrested in San Francisco? And I made it all the way back to the house. I went in, I took a shower. I'm so glad nothing happened. I didn't get in trouble. You know, no drama. I ate. And, of course, I asked, you know, hey, so what are we going to do this morning? <laughs> of course, what do you think they wanted to do? Go walk on the Golden Gate they Bridge. They wanted to go on oh, the Golden Gate goodness. Bridge. So there we went. And uh, I'll post the pictures. That I, post, I have pictures from that morning when I ran in the fog. And then just a couple of hours later, the difference is incredible. It went from super foggy cold miserable to the most beautiful day i mean picture perfect you know sky there's boats going under the bridge you know people running now everybody's running you know <laughs> and uh it was just a great time but yeah that that was the uh the story about the zodiac killer chasing me and and as it is so often right the 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 thing we're so scared of ends up being us yeah yeah yep. oh yep. my goodness but yeah that was the zodiac wow. killer <laughs> did you bring did you bring back any souvenirs from the Golden Gate Bridge? Uh-huh. Uh my wife my wife's big deal is she buys magnets everywhere we go and it, like so our refrigerator is just like covered in magnets. But uh that's about it. And of course my big deal is I like to get a nice cool picture and at some point in my room I got to make some room on the walls. I'm going to have pictures of everywhere I did where I went running. And okay. and post those pictures like have a, a spot you know on the wall in my game room of different you know Golden Gate Bridge Mount Rushmore Pikes Peak and just uh you know that, that those are the memories are what I like to bring back you know because I think I bought a shirt somewhere or whatever but you know I, you know how I do I cut the sleeves off so they don't I was last about that to say, much <laughs> man <laughs> so they don't last too long so but the pictures you know they're in the computer and you got those forever yeah man that's really cool. I thought like I thought you were gonna say somebody put like chloroform over your mouth or something. Nah, like I, I was expecting that <laughs> any second, man. I was like, man, my mom. <laughs> you know, my mom always warned me something's gonna happen to you one of these days, and we're not gonna know what happened. And I was like, this is it. This is it. As I was running across that parking lot, like, this is it. My mom was right. <laughs> 
Oh man, poor lady. She's probably scared out of her oh, mind. She's, she's on a podcast and we're telling the story about oh, the Zodiac one Killer time I got yeah. up early to go running. <laughs> Some maniac. <laughs> oh man. Oh, and your depiction of the little the little pebbles, the way they sound whenever you Oh yes. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah, I, I can hear I, I have nightmares hearing that sound sometimes. Sheesh, man. Golly. Yeah. I've had some pretty funny stories uh, when I've gone to go do cardio on vacations. I got chased by a an elk or a deer or something. I don't know what it was. It was gigantic. Um, I ran 40 miles an hour one time. What? Yes. We, but uh, those are stories for another it, you're time. You're pumping it across the beach like <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. That's a story for another time. But yes, uh, uh, of course, you know, my stories always have a twist. So when I tell you 40 miles an hour... You know, you got to take that with a grain of salt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm trying to look for that guy on Twitter because I read that name, too. Or I read his his question to you. And I think it's uh, Eric wants another Lombardi. And I would try to pronounce his uh, his tag, which is like at Anonimo 12869. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And they were big Chiefs fans. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. Huge Chiefs fans. And then uh, at G G Milana one. And uh, just letting her know, I I mailed your shirt out today. Oh, nice. 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 That is awesome. Okay. Well, hopefully we get a couple more people buying some shirts. Uh, Like I said, my neighbor wanted one. He got, he has that. uh, I think he wanted a gray or a white one. Uh, I, you know, I'm going to buy one myself as well as right. donate some money on top of that. Just right. get me a medium husky. Medium husky. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, oh, and I wanted to add, if anybody wants to read, because it's a fascinating book. It's called The Most Dangerous Animal of All. And the author's name is Gary Stewart. And it was so fascinating. All this time, I wanted to find out, well, was there ever any conclusive uh, answer as to was his father the Zodiac killer? Oh, because because he offered to get DNA tested because he knew they had actual DNA from the Zodiac killer. So let's get tested. Let's let's find out yes or no whether I'm the the you know the son of the Zodiac killer. So for years, I've, since 2017, I've been wondering. I and every so often I'd look back. I'd even email the the host of the podcast, but he never oh would goodness. respond. Well, I looked again a couple of months ago trying to find out about this guy. Lo and behold, they made a like a little uh, documentary about the show, about the book. And I think it was on Prime Video, and it's like a four-episode um, show. And they, it profiles this guy and his book and them trying to find out whether or not his father was the Zodiac Killer. And that's an Holy interesting cow. show. And, yeah, I mean, it's just uh, the story is just it, it it swallows you and it doesn't let you go. And it's a great story. Is it like one of those, you know, searching for Sasquatch kind of documentary? No, 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 no. It's, it's a serious It's like deal. a legit one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a serious. He was serious. I mean, it, you know, he's not. He kind of goes a little bit on the extreme in trying to prove himself because he's convinced, you know, you're, mm-hmm. you cannot tell him he's not the son of the Zodiac killer. So he kind of, you know, he's pressing the issue so much, you know, you're kind of like, man, dude, you know, chill out a little bit. <laughs> but the way it's done, it's it's done seriously. And it's a serious uh, story. I mean, and it's hmm. it's like I said, 
whether or not his father actually was the Zodiac Killer, the story of how his father and his mother, the real ones, actually met is fascinating just in in itself because she would get off the school bus. He was an old, he was a he was an older guy, right? This is like in the fifties. He saw her get off a school bus going to a a malt shop, oh my and he goodness. would go in there and he would wait for her every day and like try to build a, a relationship <laughs> with her. Eventually, she fell for him. They ran off, got married, faked you know faked her name onto a marriage certificate. Uh, they the parents were fought to get her back. They would get her back and put her had her put in a mental institution. What? He goes and breaks her out. Like, oh my like, goodness! Like she climbs out by tying uh, bed sheets together, and and scales down the wall. You know, like old school Batman. You know, God. and they take off. It was they showed all the newspapers of the uh, uh, of the FBI. All these people trying to find these the this couple, and they eventually got found. Um, and according to Gary Stewart, the author, that's what the losing his wife is what drove him to be a little bit crazy and eventually start killing people <laughs> i guess that would drive anybody crazy really <laughs> Man. but yeah it's a fascinating story and if you're into stuff like that, it's a great great book to read and a great show to watch if you don't want to read the book yeah and i'll make sure to put that in the episode summary yeah 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 put that in there all right well that about wraps it up for tonight i want to thank everybody out there that has purchased a t-shirt if you haven't already you know, we have a few left. We'll get more printed as the exactly. need becomes there. Uh, definitely check out Carlos's fundraising page. We have it in the summary of the podcast at the bottom once you listen to the show. Please do us a huge favor. Leave us a review. Tell us if, tell us if you like the show. Tell us, you know, what we could do differently to keep your attention if and mom no don't not, not <laughs> making me, letting me talk a lot more that we, we already we already heard from you mom <laughs> oh my goodness when you said that i was like this guy for real like <laughs> tell him mijo tell him uh, <laughs> <laughs> golly but you can find tom on twitter his twitter handle is uh, at i am paula nikes yes my twitter handle is at fat squeezel p-h-a-t-s-q-u-e-e-z-l-e it's not what you think it's actually from no reservations one of anthony bourdain's uh television shows it, oh. Funny story, I'll tell that one next time, should anyone care to hear it. Uh, huge fan of that guy, super sad that he's gone, but that's neither here nor there. And don't forget, uh, like we already mentioned, next week's my birthday, but I think we were talking about uh, having a big announcement. We are. So I don't have to tune gonna in. going to let the cat out of the bag this episode. Well, this way, wait. it's a cliffhanger. It's a All cliffhanger. right. It's like who shot right? JR. It's a big cliffhanger. <laughs> that is my favorite scene from the wedding singer uh if you've ever watched that movie but anyway that movie. yeah it's a it's a good one they were cones um <laughs> uh, but yeah check out our uh check out tell your friends about our podcast leave us a review uh put some comments in the review good or bad either way we'll take them and please by all means go and check out 
Carlos's fundraising page for the MS-150. We're doing great things. If you can't get out there and run or, you know, ride the bike with him, you know, throw a couple bucks his way. Um, and then, you know what, I think I'll change it up. <clears throat> if you donate, what, five bucks to the cause, we will make sure to mail you a sticker. Just yeah. us, shoot us the receipt screen cap that receipt we'll sell we'll we'll mail you a sticker hell we'll 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 mail you two stickers there you go uh and you know whatever we can do to help carlos raise that money for the folks that have ms and to get them some relief but thank you so very much for hanging out with us tonight yeah thanks to tank again yeah thanks to tank Man, that guy, he's go out there. I'll have his all of his shows in the summary as well. Um, and you know, have a listen if you like wrestling, or he, I think he has like a relationship show as well. It's pretty funny. I've listened to that one a couple of times. I'm like, oh my goodness, <clears throat> yeah, I'm definitely gonna check out some of his shows, man. Especially if he's talking about old school wrestling, that's that's how I grew up, man. Tore up my wife, my mother's uh, you know, all her sofas and everything <laughs> jumping off the top of them. And, doing all that stuff so yeah oh man awesome awesome all right well have a great night everyone thank you for listening and we'll talk to you next time that's right stay sharp